The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This is Lee Habib, and this is Our American Stories, the show where America is the star and the American people. The Safer Cities Initiative, as implemented in Los Angeles' notorious Skid Row, in September of 2006, was enacted as a part of their crime reduction effort. Skid Row is a 54-block area in downtown L.A. that has become synonymous with homelessness, crime, and drugs. Dion Joseph is a law enforcement consultant, author, and active senior lead officer in the downtown L.A. Skid Row community. Let's take a listen. Okay, in 2005, the year before the initiative, and all my efforts and the efforts of other officers there, we had 95 people die from non-homicidal deaths. Uh, we had 34 people in 2002 die from homicide. So three years into the efforts, we look at 2009, and we had 63 people die in Skid Row, which is, a, I think, about a 33% reduction. And we only had five found dead in the streets. You know why? 
because we were able to enforce the tent laws from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Because if we could see somebody getting raped, we can save them. If we could see somebody overdosing, we could save them. The fire department could save them. And it worked. It really worked. And we, of course, we allowed them to sleep after 9 o'clock because there wasn't enough shelter. And it was just a really beautiful time in homicides. We looked at just the following year of 2007, I believe. And I think in the whole division, six people were murdered. Guess how many people were murdered in Skid Row? Three. I always tell people, look, I know what we do is not sexy. You want sexy, call the fire department. They're handsome guys. They look good on calendars. I love the fire department. They're hardworking guys. Station 9, shout out. <laughs> really great guys. But, hey, they do the feel-good stuff. Um, you know, our job is to respond to the true systemic failures of our government failing to deal with poverty, homelessness, crime in a common sense way on a consistent basis. That's our, and the mental health uh, failure. So anyway, uh, everything was going fine. Everything was going fantastic until about 2011. And that was the beginning of the end for crime control in the state of California. First, we had the governor come up with AB 109, which uh, basically took individuals who were in prison off the backs of the states and put it on the already overburdened probation department. So they were so backed up that instead of supervising these individuals directly, they gave them ankle bracelets and told them to check in at a kiosk. Uh, so what happens, these guys cut their ankle bracelets off. Now they're running around committing crime. Then comes 2014, Prop 47. They turned serious crimes into non-serious crimes. That made it difficult for us to keep uh, criminals like burglary suspects, burglary from motor vehicle suspects, theft suspects, to send them back and hold them accountable. It made it very difficult for us to do it. And then uh, it comes 2016. I couldn't believe that the voters voted for it, seeing 13 years of crime reduction uh, dissipate, uh, Prop 57, which turned uh, violent felonies into nonviolent felonies. And I couldn't believe it. I mean, if someone took your loved one, a female loved one, to a bar and put GHB in their drink, and uh, knocked them unconscious and took them to a room and raped them, the average person, if you ask them, they would tell you that's a violent crime. It's not a violent crime anymore. If someone walked in my house right now and started firing an AK-47, but they missed me by the grace of God, you and I believe that's a violent crime. The average sane, rational person thinks that's a violent crime. Under the new law, it's nonviolent. It's still a felony, but nonviolent. And what it did was it created a lever to release hundreds, uh, tens of thousands of uh, uh, individuals into the street. And where did most of them come to? Skid Row. So now I was watching the justice system fail again. Imagine being in what's called a recovery zone called Skid Row, where there's 108 programs designed to help people with a myriad of issues, but there's a drug dealer standing right outside the door or inside the door uh, in some of these low-income low supportive housing units uh, they're worse than being on the street. And the reason why that is, is a lot of the people who got housed in Skid Row still owe drug debts to the local loan shark. And the loan shark finds out that, or the drug dealer, and the loan shark and drug dealer finds out they're still in there and says, hey, guess what? Uh, you got to uh, sell this drugs for me in this hotel. Help me turn this place out. Or if you won't do it, you have to get out of your own room and let me move in. So now you got somebody who's housed who's now back on the street. Because the criminal element is able to run wild and rampant. Uh, once again, women are being victimized at a high rate. The tents are up. We can't take them down. The most tragic thing I ever saw was uh, I was parked and these tents were up. And uh, it was about 12 noon. And I didn't hear anything. Everything was quiet. 
I went to the station, came to work the next day, and I saw a report at 12 noon at 5th and San Pedro where I was parked. There was a woman who was savagely raped by three males. I was parked there. But even though that's a failure, I look back on the successes. And uh, the one thing they can't take away from me is the relationship that I built with the people uh, on top of housing them. During the period where we had it safe, I created several programs off the cuffs. Uh, One was called uh, Ladies Night. And Ladies Night was birthed in my heart in 1999. I was an undercover investigator in Skid Row. And talk about seeing the real underbelly of Skid Row. I couldn't believe it. A, I couldn't believe they didn't recognize me as big as my arms were at the time. (laughs) But B, you know, it was just seeing drug program operators participating in the drug drug trade and allowing drug dealers into the facility and handing out drugs. I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It really broke my heart when I saw these people I felt had no hope. Uh, So uh, working undercover... uh, I remember I had to go arrest sex workers. There were two sex workers I was looking for, uh, and I could never get them. I could never put on the right costume, <laughs> right? So finally, I thought I had the right one. I was dressed as a preacher. I had my little collar on, you know. I'm driving through the streets, and I see the girl. I'm like, I'm going to get her this time. And I pull up next to her and say, hey, girl, I'm going to lay hands on you, right? <laughs> and she looks at me and says, what do you need, big daddy? Lips split open, eyes swollen shut, skirt torn, and she's walking looking for another customer. And I... My heart just broke and I I broke my cover. I said, look, it's me. I'm trying to get you, but I'm not gonna arrest you. Please tell me who did this to you. And you're listening to Dion Joseph sharing with you his story of his time spent on Skid Row. And for a time, boy, that death rate on Skid Row went down. And then came rules and regs and policies that made it just more difficult for someone like Dion And cops across this country make it harder for them to do their jobs and keep us safe, including the most vulnerable among us. When we come back, more of Dion Joseph's story here on Our American Stories. Here at Our American Stories, we bring you inspiring stories of history, sports, business, faith, and love. Stories from a great and beautiful country that need to be told. But we can't do it without you. Our stories are free to listen to, but they're not free to make. If you love our stories in America like we do, please go to OurAmericanStories.com and click the donate button. Give a little. Give a lot. Help us keep the great American stories coming. That's OurAmericanStories.com. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. And we continue with our American stories and Dion Joseph's story. He's a law enforcement consultant, author, and active senior lead officer in the downtown Los Angeles Skid Row community. Let's continue with Dion. There were two sex workers I was looking for, and I could never get them. I could never put on the right costume, <laughs> right? So finally, I thought I had the right one. I was dressed as a preacher. I had my little collar on, you know. I pull up next to her and say, hey, girl, I'm going to lay hands on you, right? Lips split open, eyes swollen shut, skirt torn. My heart just broke, and I, I broke my cover. I said, look, it's me. I'm trying to get you, but I'm not going to arrest you. Please tell me who did this to you. She said, I got to live here. You either arrest me or let me go. And I had to let her go. And the same guy that violated her uh, violated several other women uh, in the Skid Row area. I couldn't do anything about it because I didn't have the resources. But in 2008, we were having the same problems the ladies were telling me about it in Skid Row. Uh, they felt I was the only officer they could talk to. So I said, you know what? Let me talk to you about your rights. Because what they were hearing from pimps, from activists, from their johns, if you go to the police, the police are gonna arrest you because you're a drug addict. I'll tell the police you're a drug addict and they're gonna arrest you too. Or I know you have a warrant. So I'll tell you, if you have a warrant, the police are gonna arrest you. None of these things were true. So I established some really great relationships with the SRO and they allowed me to use one of their community centers in the heart of Skid Row called the James M. Wood Center. And I created Ladies Night, and I rolled out the red carpet for these ladies. I think I set out about 50 chairs, but I only expected about 15 ladies, because usually people in Skid Row don't show up for things. Uh, <laughs> by the grace of God, about 175 homeless women came to the first Ladies Night. And I treated them just as if they lived in West L.A. I had a DA there. I had a city councilwoman there. I had all these people there that normally they wouldn't expect to come talk to them. 
But the whole thing was, I don't care if you're on a pipe, on parole, a prostitute, or off swinging from a pole, or undocumented. If somebody hurts you, it is my job to serve you. And my brother and I also taught them some self-defense as well. And it, not enough to kick my own butt, but just enough to add seconds to their life, should they get assaulted in the street. And you should have seen the impact it had. I had made connections for life with those ladies, sharing their stories of abuse. And I just sat there and listened all night long uh, to these ladies. They felt listened to. They felt heard. Now, here was the wonderful gift from that. Two years later, we had a serial cab, a taxi cab serial rapist driving through Skid Row, picking up women and just doing things I won't even mention uh, on this uh, program uh, to these women. And three of the women that he sexually assaulted went to ladies night, my first ladies night. Guess who they came to? The police. And we put that guy away for the rest of his life. But the funny story, side note behind that was when they were brought into court to testify, they wouldn't get on the stand. And they kept asking them why you guys won't testify. We're not going to get on the stand unless the angel shows up. So I'm at home sitting in my Superman drawers, drinking on a strawberry smoothie, trying to enjoy my day off. And I get a call from the DA's office. Joseph, they're not going to get on the stand if you don't come. <laughs> so I'm like, but I'm in my Superman drawers. <laughs> I'm trying to relax. I'm watching Maury. I want to know who the baby daddy is. <laughs> and uh, I said, you know what? This is too important. So I suited up, went down there. And when I walked into the waiting room, all three of the victims collapsed into my arms. And they went and testified and put that man away uh, for the rest of his life, hopefully. Uh, that was one incredible moment that no one could take away from me. And to this day, I still have a great connection with the women of Skid Row. During that same time, I uh, worked with the missions, the shelters. Uh, I had to learn a hard lesson about, once again, uh, once again, about judgments and stereotypes. I always thought the missions were scams. I thought that they were there to... Uh, uh, basically corral the homeless, feed them soup kitchens and, and drive off in Mercedes Benz and not change a thing. I always felt the missions were a problem. They were the problem. They were the main source of the problem. As long as the homeless were going there, you know, there was always going to be problems. Uh, and I'll never forget when I first became a senior lead officer, my captain says to me, Officer Joseph, uh, you're doing great out there. You're making a lot of arrests, but that's not what I hired you to do. You have to build relationships with the community. And I was like, what do you mean? I want you to go meet with the director of the Union Rescue Mission. His name is Andy Bales. And I was like, oh, God, the mission. So I went. I showed up. I saw him. I shook his hand. I said, hey, I'm Officer Joseph. Captain told me to meet you. Here's my business card. Nice talking to you. And as I'm walking away, he says, hey, your captain said I had you for about 30 minutes. Oh, man. I got crying to fight and everything. <laughs> so he says, come walk with me. So we're walking through the first level. I've been in there many times making arrests, and I'm seeing people I arrested before. Hey, that guy's smoking crack right there. Oh, I arrested that guy. He's got a warrant for his arrest right there. I'm like, Ugh, I'm judging, right? But he must have sensed it because he was taking me to the second, third, and fourth floor, and every floor got better. And by the time I got to the fifth floor, I saw individuals who I arrested. I arrested them. And when I arrested them a year or two years ago, I said to myself, not because I was mean-spirited, this person's going to die just based on the trajectory of uh, of life that they were on. And these people were clean and sober and running the program. I'll never forget one lady approached me and says, you're a RoboCop. I remember you. And I'm like, uh, I don't remember you. Beautiful lady. And she goes, well, you probably don't remember me. Back then, I had no teeth. Remember I told you I wanted your family to catch AIDS and die? Oh, you. <laughs> I said, I forgave you for that a long time ago, right? 
And she says, Officer Joseph, I'm doing well in here. I'm doing good. I, I hope you're proud of me. I said, baby, I am. She says, but let me tell you the truth. If you guys don't deal with these dope dealers and loan sharks out here, I don't know how long we're going to last in here. That gave me pause. It made me realize that not only did they need the shelters and the programs, they also needed the police. And I made a whole shift, mindset shift, and I became a guardian for the drug programs, for the shelters. And I did everything I could to make sure I kept drug dealers and gang members. And what I noticed that while I was doing it, people were graduating from drug programs at a higher rate. The missions were reporting less guns, less drugs. Ooh, they let me come in there and watch videos and all the time and spy on drug dealers. It was just a wonderful thing. God was just blessing me. But one of the most beautiful things they did was they allowed me to engage in a program called the Just Like You program. I created this program after being invited to the mission to talk to the kids. And I went there and the mistake I made was I patronized the kids. I walked in there and I did the old song and dance. Hey, I'm a police officer. I'm your friend. Hey, little Billy, what do you want to be when you grow up? A football player. Hey, Johnny, what do you want to be when you grow up? A fireman. No, but I did the old song and dance, right? The old, you know, soft shoe. And then there was this 12-year-old girl and she was looking eastbound down at the street. And I was kind of insulted. The party was over here, right? I said, hey, lady, the party's over here. Uh, young lady, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she looked at me, this beautiful chocolate black girl, and she says, I'm probably going to be like these people having on sex on the sidewalk if you don't get me and my family out of here. Shut me down. I got emotional. I couldn't continue. I walked out and let my partners handle the rest. I went to the station. I'm sitting at my desk praying to God. I said, what can I do? What can I do? Who can I put in these front of these kids who are just like them? Ding, 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 ding. The idea popped in my head that Just Like You program was born. And I found individuals who could be mentors to these kids who's they didn't grow up with a silver spoon in their mouth. They were in foster care. They were homeless. They were abused. And somehow, some way, they turned their life around. I, I brought a judge. I brought a lawyer. I brought a, a, a former actor. I brought a guy who I found in a trash bin covered in scabies. Okay? And I put a poem in his uh, uh, jailhouse bag. And uh, he read the poem. And somehow, it inspired him to change his life. And he went on to manage hotels in the area. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. It's amazing. You know, that's why I can't stop. You know, it's just like I'm always looking for the miracle. And a terrific job on the editing, producing and storytelling by our own Greg Hengler. And a special thanks to Dion Joseph. He's a law enforcement consultant, author and active senior lead officer in the downtown Los Angeles area, the notorious Skid Row community and doing what he can to make life better for the people there and safer and I can just picture that ladies night and his skepticism running it because not your typical ladies night but yet he treated these women as if they were women of high society like they were from Beverly Hills treating them with the same dignity and respect they had rights he wanted to let them know and they had someone who cared to talk to he was there to listen and serve and what a beautiful thing and all of those women showed up and then ultimately were able to talk to him about their fears and the monsters who were preying on them. The story of Dion Joseph and the story of so many of the people who serve us in uniform, doing good, seeing things that most of us, well, don't want to see and couldn't handle if we did. His story, their stories, here on Our American Stories. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.